Hey there, what's up? What is the word there? And welcome back to another episode of the Inner Entrepreneur Podcast. And it's the season finale, guys, of season two. Okay, this is episode 15. I am so glad. You know, can't believe, but we made it here. Yes, excited. We love it. Okay, so, and I have, I do have a special guest with me here today. I know I was riding solo last <laughs> episode, but you know, I brought back the heat for you guys. So with me here today, I have Nadia X of Black Majesty. Okay, so I'll go ahead and let Nadia introduce herself. Hey girl, how you doing? Let the people know <laughs> how you feeling. Peace and blessings. Asalaamu alaikum. Um, first off, I'm just very excited and honored and humbled uh, to be a guest on your show. I've just really seen your growth. And um, it's been a pleasure to just, I mean, uh, it's just very exciting. So thank you so much um, for having me on, first and foremost. Um, yes, my name is Nadia X, um, a.k.a. Black Majesty on all platforms. And just honored to be here, the owner of Black Majesty. Okay, yes. So how does it feel to be our last entrepreneur of the season? This is the season finale. You know, we've been bringing a few different people on here, but you're officially ending it off. You're closing it out for us. I, it is an honor. I am, um, I loved, I, I really loved the past few episodes. So, I mean, I'm like, oh, oh wow. I'm so excited to the show with Miss Yeah, so she's like, you're a formal <laughs> part of that. <laughs> I'm a part of that. Okay, so good, good, good. So, yes, excited to have you on. And, of course, for those of you guys who might be new to the podcast, this is a podcast where we show you what you could be doing because I really want people to get started with their journey. And it all started out because I was afraid to start. I didn't think, oh, this was for me. I didn't think that I was worthy. Like, I went there with the thoughts. So this is really a podcast to help you get started and to really put examples in front of you to see, hey, this person was struggling or this person went through this and look at where they are. That's why I really focus my interviews about how did you get started? Because I want to, you know, give people that push that because we all started from somewhere. Mm -hmm. right so that's what i want to highlight here on the podcast and don't forget that you can listen to this podcast on eight different platforms honey okay you know we global in this thing so all the links are on verinalake.com that's where you can access our podcast okay all right so tell us how just did you get started i mean was this out of survival was this out of board let me go make some money what was this about no honestly definitely not i can honestly say that um you know i honestly joined had just joined the abs tribe uh with brother than x and jake taylor jacobs and it was really more um closer to this incubation stage i want to say um and one day I was on there and I was trying to figure out how, where, what I want to do for business. Jake was on there and talking about um, how to figure out what it is you can do for your business. And ironically, um, I don't know if it's irony, but I honestly was trying to start a business in my head for hair and skin specifically. Um, you know, I used to struggle with hair breakage and eczema and, all these type of health impurities and problems on the outside. And so I was, I was really trying to figure out, I was like, oh my gosh, there's, there's so much to do to get to this point. Um, and so I was kind of stressed out. And one day um, I was on live 
and I was making tea as I always do. I actually uh, make, you know, I was just making my own tea with my different herbs and blends. And so I was just showing people how I make one of my favorite blends for if I get the sniffles or I get a headache and for digestion. And um, somebody in the tribe actually, and you had him on your show, and I know that you've worked with him uh, before, uh, Black and Ginger and Stevens. And he was like, one time. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh. Basically, he was like, I have, he was like, are you making your own tea right now? Like, I've never seen this in my life. And he was like, I don't know where anybody else is from, but I've never seen anyone make their own tea. This is amazing. And he was like, I want to support you right now. And I was, you know, I was kind of like, uh, I don't. Shocked. You're shook it. <laughs> I was like, um, I don't sell tea, but I was like, duh. Mm. You know, and he literally, before I could even, you know, honestly, sometimes I feel like we can argue ourselves out of a blessing and we can also miss what a lot of God is trying to drop in our lap um, mm -hmm. and the signs of what it is we're meant to do and what we're good at. And I, I thank a lot that he didn't allow me to do that because he literally cashed at me and was like, I want this many bags. Like, what's up? And I was like, so then, you know, it, mm -hmm. I think there is the moment where I first felt the inner entrepreneur. Because mm. then I said I had this sense of urgency, uh, also kind of a, a bit of panic. But I had he already paid you. Like, <laughs> I was like this, this man doesn't send me his hard-earned money mm. um, and for something I've never done, and it was out of my comfort zone. But I was like, I was like, oh my goodness, someone just invested in me and gave me energy. Money, currency is energy, and I was mm. like, someone just gave me energy and trusted in me to do a job that I. Honestly, don't trust myself to do it. He was doubting, he was sleeping on yourself. Oh, <laughs> that's what he said. He was like, don't sleep on yourself anymore. I'm excited. <laughs> and so, I, the inner entrepreneur inside of me, you know, um, like I said, though timid, mm. she was like, You have to do this. And I was like, If nothing else, you have, you have to at least give the man the service that he paid for. Yeah. Um, so, that was my first experience with getting to work about it, you know. And then uh, the following day in the tribe call, I know Ken put me on on front street uh mm -hmm. and was like you know now you make tea but boom and mm -hmm. then you know people were like oh my gosh you make tea and i remember jake taylor jacobs was like literally uh addressed me and was like ma'am you're sleeping on yourself this is an opportunity for you to take a gift and a talent you know and then he reminded me you know you this is how you know uh once again when a lot god is drive the driving force because mm -hmm. I didn't express my concerns and I also didn't express what I really wanted to do. That my uh, initial thought about business was for skin and hair and mm -hmm. not necessarily for tea. And he reminded me of something that I think is refreshing and for, you know, your audience who you speak life into and you're trying to give them the push to start. And yeah. you don't have to start where you want to end. <laughs> you mm -hmm. don't have to, that is, Number one of why we allow, uh, para we get paralyzed, you know, because of fear, and we start building up all these 500 long things of a list, and then you get so overwhelmed and you don't move. He reminded me that what you are doing and what you can do can be the vehicle to get to your destination. You might have one vehicle, you might have three. Your life journey is different from other people's, but I can attest to this, is that I do love making tea and I've never looked at it as an opportunity to make money. It's mm -hmm. not about the money to me, and that might be to my detriment in some ways, mm -hmm. but it's about the blessing, the beauty, and the connection I have with the herbs and, and, and 
that is what it's always been about. So to be able to use a hobby and use something you love and you never thought twice about as the vehicle to move to the next destination. Um, and you never know where that is. What you have in mind for the destination might not be what the universe or God Allah has in mind for you. So that's how I got started and that's how I'm here. Uh, okay, that's good. You know, shout out to, you know, positive peer pressure. But I do want to <laughs> say something though that like you said, Ken was really surprised and other people was too, like you were making your own tea. And it's like, I'm over here thinking like, mm -hmm what's like not like for you but it's like what's the hype because i'm from the caribbean and mm. that's a regular thing mm -hmm. like you know you put mm -hmm. different leaves and stuff to dry and then you know you crush it up or you just like cut cut it like if you pick it like from the ground or whatever you just put that straight in some hot water boil it yeah. and like it's a done deal so to me that's like a normal monday mm -hmm. night or everyday thing and you know we drink tea every day that's uh, Caribbean thing, you know, they say warm your chest before you leave the house. Yes, so it's like it's something okay. that's not necessarily normalized. Um, and see, that's I think that's the funny thing is that I didn't think it was a big deal mm. because it should be natural, it should be organic, you know, it should be not a second thought in my mind. See, we think we often take for granted things that we believe are common sense. And that should just be known. It shouldn't be a big deal, but it's really a blessing. It's a blessing to be able to understand that we have access to what God Allah allows to grow out of the earth. And we have access to things that can heal us, that can bless us and uplift us in ways that are spiritual and physical. So it's also a matter of understanding value can be in what you don't understand mm -hmm. that is valuable because you take it for granted. See, I know that a lot of places, you know, I've traveled Ecuador, uh, Kenya, a lot of places, you can name endless places, mostly to just sum it up, is outside of the United States of America. It is more normalized. The question of organic isn't really like the big deal because it's like those organics growing in the backyard, it's down yeah. the street, it's everywhere, everyone does it. But when you are in just a society, off the tree. When you exactly, but when you're in a society where it is illegal to have a garden in your front yard, when you're in a society where you can be arrested and fined to grow your own organic, uh, all natural foods, when you're in a society that looks down at picking things off of the trees and they tell you that the way to stay healthy is to be on medicine that has psychologically, physically, and mentally proven to be the detriment to you and causes you to end up being bankrupt. When you're in a society that's not about the greater good or what's natural, but whatever they teach you and indoctrinate you to it, then it's very quick and easy for you to take it for granted. So I think that was an amazing way because it did not just only point to me, to my business, because I love what I do and I love my business. But what's important to understand and starting your business and is not about starting a business in terms of finances. If you're mm -hmm. starting it in terms of money, you're going to get just that and they'll be your end goal. But if you're starting it for a deeper why, why do you want to go into this? Why are you doing this? When you find something to really stand on and believe into your core that matches your fundamental principles of why you move and operate in life, then you will find your purpose in life and you will be able to withstand more of the traumas and the trials that come with the struggles of becoming an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Because 
I mean, we can look at our we can look at our mentors, Jake Taylor Jacobs and Brother Ben X. And if anybody questions the role of God in the movement of business or the role of a greater purpose in business, they should not question it when they look at my mentors. Because my mentors did not stop at money. They didn't stop at, oh, I'm just doing this to get by and be able to get nice cars and clothes. What they brought first was value. And what they found first was purpose. And they connected first with the inner God before they connected to the inner entrepreneur. Mm. So it's definitely something that I didn't in my natural mind where I was functioning and in my insecurity, something that I didn't see. But the God in me has always been a healer. It's always been a doctor. It's always been a fixer. I operate like that in every aspect of my life. My first movement is not to try to figure out how I can get money and what I can get though someone may mistake it like that. My first move is always, how can I fix? How can I do this? How can I help you? How can I heal? How can I connect? And how can we kill several birds with one stone and get multiple things done? You know what I mean? Oh, Nadia, ah, take us to church. Ooh, oh God, <laughs> I'm sitting here like listening to you and I'm like cheesing and smiling because I remember because we're in the same um, entrepreneurship mastermind, guys. So I, I, I know, you know, I, I know Nadia on another screen, the Zoom screen, Tuesday, Thursday. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm just remembering like when you like first joined and how it was kind of like you know, uh, and just so you see you, I like, just speak of this fire. Be, I was very timid. Girl, very. I'm bashful by nature mm -hmm. um, in an environment where I'm not yet comfortable or rooted. Mm -hmm. So I come up very bashful, very timid. And I was like, mm, very, mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, see, see, it's, it's contagious. The mm -hmm. inner God, the inner entrepreneur that drives that faith, it is contagious, right? Because you can't, you can come, it's like, it's like the mosque. It's like mm -hmm. the church, you know, we say, you come as you are, but you won't leave here the same way. You heard that <laughs> in church before, you know how pastors yeah. and ministers be talking like, come as you are, but you ain't going to leave here the same way. Well, yeah. you can come to the tribe and you can come in an environment where people encourage you and they push you and they pour into you and you come as you are. See, we, we oftentimes, once again, you know, Sister V is trying to uh, be a light and encourage people to start. But we we think that we gotta we think we gotta know it and get together get it together before we come somewhere where we are meant to get it together. Yeah, See, it's, and it's very easy because the problem is is we compare ourselves to. See, we get on scrolling on Instagram and we get on Facebook and you're comparing your seed to someone's harvest. You're mm -hmm. starting a business. That's a seed. You ain't put it in the ground yet, but you're looking at people who have planted the seed, been watering the seed, pulling up the weeds. They've been going through trials and tribulations for years. And guess what? They use this example in the tribe. And I love this. And I want people to understand this because this is a season that I'm in. And I'll share this because this is a season that I'm in. And let me tell you, sis, when you are certain way in a certain personality, it's very hard for you to understand patience. It's mm. so hard. I'm not going to lie. I drink a lot of tea at Black mm. Majesty. I drink all my blends all day long. But baby, mm. I'm going to need to make something for patients. Because 
I got I got tea for goji berry god energy to hype me up. I got tea to relax me. I still on the lake to give me some peace. I got tea for digestion. I got tea for everything. But mm. I don't have a blend for patience yet. Not yet. <laughs> what you need exactly well, after this, we're about to go do some research. <laughs> but um, what you need, you do need the energy, right? And you do need to find a balance between peace and all of that. But what you need is patience. Because mm -hmm. if you're looking and you're comparing and you're, you you think to yourself, I should be there already. I should already yeah. have it. It's like, you know, people who come, who don't, you know, there are a lot of, you know, and I'm not one to ever try to convince people. You know, I only speak from my personal experiences, what I know in the life that I live. Mm -hmm. But it's like certain, a lot of people, they, they are sympathizers uh, with my teacher, my minister, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. They're sympathizers with him. And some of them really, really want to come in, you know, deep down and they're interested. But the problem is, is they're like, oh, I got to, oh, I got to get this together, right? I got to fix this. I got to, you know, and they're like, ah, I need to, I need to stop smoking and drinking before I come in. I need to stop fornicating. It's like, this is the hospital. Mm -hmm. So you need to come as you are. When this is business and you can't, you know, you know, people who have watched, I, watched our mentors, watched uh, Sister Verena, and you sit there and you see uh, the transition from when she was talking about one thing in terms of skin and makeup and you see the transition and now she's in business and it's like we can't imagine what you went on in your mind right because you have to every day right because you're like yeah. okay i know i want to do something different i know I, yeah. I know i feel a calling somewhere else i know i think i don't want to do this anymore it's not that you don't do it it's not that you don't like it anymore but you mm -hmm. wanted to transition and look, now you're in a new vehicle to a greater destination. Mm. But we're so caught up and looking at everybody else. And we're like, oh, wow, Verena, she's grown so many followers. And wow, mm. I remember when she was just doing makeup videos. And now she's doing podcasts and she's encouraging people. And it's like, you don't have to just look at her and compare yourself. You can do it. You can start. All of us, all of us, everybody, you can learn from any and everybody. They can be that catalyst and that encouragement for you to start somewhere and you don't have to end where you started. You just need to begin. So, you know, getting over the fear and getting yeah. over all of those, that is the trope. So patience that is necessary is the patience with yourself. You're going to get somewhere new, but you got to get going for you to get there. Yeah. Oh, I was saying that last night. <laughs> oh my God. I was, yeah, I was, it's just crazy that you mentioned that. Sorry to cut you off, but it's like, I was just saying, like, you always be on the sidelines if you never get in the game, you know? Um, it's easy to go watch a game and, you know, they're on the field and to say, oh, I would, I would have done that differently. I would have done this differently. Oh, he missed this and this, that. But you're not in the game, sweetie. Like, so you don't really know. So you will never play the game if you don't get in the game so that's what mm. i was that's what i was saying and it's like listen you know mm. you have to get started for you to really know what it's going to take because you can stay there and think 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 and it's like to this day i still have doubts even with all this happening so it's a natural part of that like you were saying i'm so happy you're hitting on so many different points this is really good and i see all girl kit cats slid in the live hey sis thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this is season two the finale nadia is closing us out girl okay <laughs> period you know you were right something that um brother jake uh brother jake taylor jacob said um mm -hmm. when you were talking 
And in terms of like, you, if you want to get in the game, you know, you have to, you have to get in the game, you know? And so it reminded me of this example he gave about starters. Now I ain't go cap with you. I didn't do the basketball and football sports. Okay. I did track. So forgive me if I misspeak. With I you. tried out for the volleyball team twice. And I didn't make it twice. Okay. This in your fine language and your sports talk. <laughs> You know, uh, I know Jake Taylor Jacobs was talking about, you know, an example about starting a game and like your relationship with your coach, right? And he was talking about there's different players, okay? There's players who they want, there's people who want to be on the team and they go up to every game, like Sister Brina was talking about. They at every game, they secretly want to be on the team, but they have made no effort to get on the team. They haven't gone to tryout, they haven't talked to the coach, right? That's social networking, talking to the right people talking to the coach, talking to the players, then show up for the game, that's coming to classes, that's going and um, that's going and investing in you getting access to knowledge that you need, right? Those are the examples. But then there are some people who they're, they've made the team, right? You, okay, so you, you got the LLC maybe. Maybe right. you pay for the tribe, you're mm -hmm. paying for BWO, but you ain't in the classes. Okay. This is no shade. This is this is placements. This is true. Yeah. Right. I ain't say nobody. <laughs> but um, think about this. Right. You are on the team because you paid the money and you've done enough to get there. Right. But then where are you? Where are you in terms of mentally ready? Are you the person who is in the warm up clothes? And coach didn't tell you he was going to play you. You didn't know if this was the opportunity for you. And so you're just sitting there, you know, just sitting there, right? Waiting to be called, waiting for some miracle to come, right? Or are you the type of person that even though you don't know if you're playing, even though the coach might have told you you're not playing, you are warming up on the sidelines. You're stretching. You're you're you already dressed, ready to go, right? Because you put in the work, you put in the study. And so it's not that you're... It's not that you're shooting, right? And you like, you like, I'm, I'm really in this thing. It's that you're prepared. There's levels to it, right? First, first you find the team, and then you get to the team, and then you're on the team, and then you have to decide what time is it for you. Is it time for you to play, or is it time for you to prepare to play? Mm -hmm. That, and it's really, in my opinion, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a time where you should just be sitting. You should always view it as a time to prepare. prepare. Mm. Always. There's never been a time where you should really just be doing absolutely nothing. It might be that you're doing something else and it's actually preparing you, but you don't yet see it. So there's levels to it. And so I just love that you brought that up because for me, you know, in terms of patience, right? Mm. Um, there's an evolution in business, right? And so, like I said, and really, it depends on how you look at starting and where you are in starting, because some people say it took me five years to start. And they're not talking about starting the business. They got the LLC, they were putting in the work, they were preparing. They're saying it took them five years to start the business that you see, the mm -hmm. one that's popping on media mm -hmm. to where you found out about it. But they've been had the LLC, they've been taking the classes. Brother Jake Taylor Jacobs been doing the thing, okay? Mm -hmm. So, you know, he has, he's a doctor now, excuse me. I'm so sorry, I've never been assessing <laughs> properly. Let me use a respect for Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. 
Mm-hmm. In my opinion, he's always been a doctor. And he's not a doctor just because he got the paperwork. Mm-hmm. The inner entrepreneur is already present. Mm-hmm. You just haven't gotten certain paperwork and things. Yeah. You just are at a different level of starting and preparing and moving, you know? So he gives the example of bamboo. I love bamboo. Bamboo is actually featured in some of my products for great skin. Mm-hmm. Um, all praises due to allow for bamboo, you know, got the real moment. <laughs> um, so it takes about five. It can be take some bamboo, it might take longer. It can take five, you know, it could take eight, depending on the situation and the places. It, mm-hmm. You will plant a bamboo seed and you won't see it for years. So you might forget it's there. You might think that ain't nothing. Oh, it died. No, discouraged. Lord, I got a brown thumb. I got everything dead. I and you woe it's me, and then you give up. You said, forget this bamboo. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna worry about this. And so you go leave or whatever. You whatever, or you might try to plant something else. Or you said, okay, the bamboo didn't grow, so I'm going to instead. I'm going to put a couch here, right? You in the backyard. You say you're gonna start a garden. Garden take too much work because you don't see the growth. So then you say, okay, we just gonna make this a lounge. Forget the garden that brings uh, supplication and brings things that aid me. I'm just gonna put a couch so we can chill back here, okay? Mm-hmm. And so then you got years go by, you chilling on the couch. And then finally, the bamboo shoots up. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the? And guess what? You can injure and harm and damage the bamboo because you got something in the way. See, the bamboo mm-hmm. been doing the work preparing to come out in the forefront. That's what Brother Jake Taylor, Jake, Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs did. He's always been preparing to be where he is. Brother Ben mm-hmm. X has always been preparing to be where they are. It didn't happen no overnight success. It's years. Mm-hmm. You have yeah, to say it took years to be an overnight success. It takes years to get mm-hmm. there. So they've been putting in the work. They always started though. And we just have to have the patience for our bamboo tree, for our business to grow. Mm-hmm. And understand that the season that the that you don't see and you're not where you want to be and you don't see it. That season is for you to be patient and keep preparing. That's the season I found myself in. Mm-hmm. I found myself in a season of a different type of preparation. See, first when I started Black Majesty, you know, herbal organic teas and tinctures and all in between. I love making herbal organic tea to healing the mind, body, and soul to everyone. And when I first started, of course, I did have intentions for something else. But when I saw this as a vehicle and I saw this as an opportunity, um, I took it and ran with it. And I honor my work and I honor my service because it's a service of healing. I don't make teas just for a good time, though you gonna have a good time. But mm-hmm. they are for healing. Everything is medicinal, whether you intended to be or not, you know. And when I first started, I had a lot of uh, online um, traffic. Right. And mm-hmm. so it was honestly very overwhelming. Um, it was just overwhelming. Yeah, I was going to ask. Woo! Um, <laughs> my head scarf. <laughs> I was not ready for for that. It was very overwhelming because I didn't have a. OK, look, I know there's there's steps, but I didn't have a website. And so um, I, I think websites are key tools. Um, I think they, they do. do. I preach about that all the time. I say I don't do business in the DMs because it's very easy to lose track of them. There, somebody might not be following you. They will go. They go to the message requests. You never see them, and plus, it's just like 
we doing business on social media, but social media is still kind of a chill environment. Mm. It's like, if you're really about, like for me, that's what I say, if it's really like business, like I have a business email, like I'm paying for a website for a reason. So it's like, hit me up there because for me, the DM is like, it's too personal, you know, or it's too like, it's too social and it's like too much back and forth, but you can just come to the website, get all the information you need, everything's right there. Mm. So I always encourage people to, get a website and there's free ways to do it i think people overthink that but i think i know where you're going with this so tell us well it i think that was one of the first you know kind of dips you experienced on your business journey uh yeah it was tell us how you tell us what was the issue and how you overcame that really the first issue i had that popped up in my business besides the confidence of not starting because that is an issue on your entrepreneurial journey but the second one i found was okay i'm starting things are going great momentum is popping um but it was so much momentum i was learning on the curve um so i was like figuring things out that i needed in um it was just it was a lot right you know so i'm in classes i am being coached it's one thing to sit and listen it's another thing to live and um the struggle was the constant DMs mm-hmm. started to see. The irony is I've never been a social media person until APS. Mm-hmm. I barely posted on any social media. I barely got on. I didn't like talking to people online. I'm a very in-person uh, spirit. Like I, I prefer to sit down in a room, not watch TV, not be on the phone, talk. Well, came to ABS and they were like, everything's digital. You got to catch up. And I know it's a surprise because I'm I'm 22. And so a lot of people assume that we're just really technologically savvy and inclined. No, Nadia, Nadia has had to learn to do the simple things, you know, so I don't want to feel alone and think that it's just like a curve for older people. Like, no, ma'am. Um, so I was overwhelmed with the constant influx of uh, DMs because I didn't have a website. I didn't set up an email. Mm. And um, I had never experienced that many DMs in my life. And it wasn't just, oh, you know, and I didn't also have a system of how to communicate. So the conversations to get it all over the place was just all over the place so much, you know. And then you get people sometimes in your DMs because, like Sister Verena pointed out, it's not necessarily the most professional sometimes but even mm-hmm. people that came to waste your time yeah Some people just come to waste your time they want to they're, they're not here for the business my love they're here for their own intention so mm-hmm. you're sitting here like you're giving your energy and mm-hmm. you're going out of your you got like 10 other dms to respond to 20 mm-hmm. orders to make and people are wasting your time and so i didn't have um a way to set it up and i didn't have a system so um two things i did to solve this um, I, it took me a while to set up my uh, my website. I'm not gonna lie, um, it took me <laughs> took me a minute. But one thing I did, I set up an email, so you can go to my Black Nanny C um, Instagram page, and there's a but- email button you can click on. Oh, okay. email, send me a quick question, send me a comment. Super easy, easiest thing to ever do. Start a business, whatever it is. The quickest thing you can do is create a Gmail. <laughs> like, do not have you don't have to be like, oh my god taking a website gonna take two weeks for someone to do this or blah 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 you feel overwhelmed you start shutting down no go to gmail take five minutes if that to make a gmail add into your instagram set the option so all someone has to do is click the email it literally pops up they can type really fast and send it it's done 
Okay, so that was one of the first things that I did. The second thing that I did was set up, of course, my Black Magic seat uh, online, and that saved my life. But what I really did, uh, also, I kind of missed a step in between before I set up the website. Um, I was able to sit down and come up with a pitch and come up with an order. <laughs> mm -hmm. Come up with a pitch and an order to how I'm communicating with clients because mm -hmm. I'm I'm over here letting the conversation go left and right and the conversations go on 15, 20 minutes. It's ridiculous, man. Time is money and you got mm -hmm. too much to do to be going back and forth. You know, you want to talk, that's one thing. But if you want to do business, that's enough. So um, those are the three things that I did. I set up the email account on my page, came up with a, uh, a pitch, you know, you know, it's your sister, Nadia X, and I'm creating handcrafted qualities here at Black Majesty, honored to heal and give you thrilling flavors, you know, and then uh, set up a way we're going to go about the conversation to sell. And this has helped me uh, because you have to be flexible in business. So we're going to get to that in a second, but you have to be flexible. So this was the first thing that I did so I can be able to handle orders and business online because that's what's popping right now. That's what everyone's doing to be able to handle it on social media, to have your own website and all of the above, right? So at the beginning stages, that was very important to me. But then your business, you have to learn how to be a little flexible. You have to shift. And this is an area that we all have to do in life. This is part of patience. But this is also part of flexibility. You know, in life, something might throw you a curveball you weren't prepared for. And instead of giving up and sitting on the ground crying, like I've had my moments of doing. Of course, remember that you can listen to this podcast on eight different platforms. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Republic, and more. And all these links are on VernaLake.com. It's so ironic how you were talking about getting through curveballs and unexpected things happening and then boom like it just went out at that point like that was oh, my very... god has jokes for days i'm convinced <laughs> he has such a sense of humor he like yeah you talking to them about them curveballs boom so mm -hmm. that was a great example of being flexible not freaking out and coming down and saying you know me trying to address the problem calmly and inshallah you know yeah, yeah so there's curveballs and trials and tribulations anyone that paints a pic perfect picture of being an entrepreneur and just really moving um with ease without difficulty they're lying to you and i don't want you to play i don't want to play you you know i think verena does a good job in terms of helping you guys to understand the ebbs and flows of moving in a direction of starting and what it's like and what to do um but I, I thank Allah for the ABS tribe and the knowledge and for the people that I've met in the tribe and my mentors who have who give you the knowledge and give you the ways to be able to handle when those things come up. But when they do come up, um, the flexibility, you have to learn how to flow. You have to understand that sometimes you cannot just grab a hammer and go through things with a rock. Sometimes you can't force it to work. And honestly, you don't want to force it to work in business. Sometimes you want to say, um, let me regroup. How can I fix this? So for me, for example, like I said, a lot of my business was more online um, for a long time. But um, one of my passions, one of my passions is is being in person with people. It's sitting down and doing. I love, love, love one on one services that I do because I'm better able to assist when someone sits down and tells me about their diet and tells me about themselves. 
So I'm not just giving them, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not into big pharma. Big pharma is like that. They like mm -hmm. to solve problems. They like to solve, um, what is it called? Your reactions and not the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. That's not how black majesty is. I want to get to the root of the problem because it's not about the money for me. A lot of God's going to provide because I'm doing my, my work and my purpose in life regardless. And my mm -hmm. purpose is more to serve the people. So um, I don't want to just throw tea and, and oils at the problem. I want to know mm -hmm. how we can solve it. So that's not a problem that you have anymore. And honestly, the tea is so good. You're going to come back and keep drinking. Anyway, <laughs> so that's not the point. The point is to solve it. So um, there was a time period where suddenly online just wasn't working for Black Majesty like that. Like, and mm -hmm. I really got scared. Cause I was like, hold on, I was popping. Like, what's going on? And you know, there was a moment where I was getting kind of discouraged, and I was kind of a. Uh, and, and once again, my mentor, mm -hmm. Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs, called me out in class, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I was getting kind of discouraged because I was like, what I wanted, what I was expecting, and how things were going was not working anymore, and mm -hmm. I had to change. It wasn't that I was changing necessarily the formula, but just the process. Yeah. And I was like, okay, um, kind of shutting down, but I had people pull me in. This is the importance of having a community and a network and the importance of following people like Sister Verena, Brother Van X, Jake Tiller Jacobs, uh, Ken Stevens, following people that give you advice on business so that you might be scrolling one day and they might drop something that gives you an answer and assist you in something that you're doing. So I had to learn how to be flexible. And now it wasn't that my business wasn't doing well anymore. It was that it was switching. Now it's not about uh, all these products necessarily. Now it's about my digital. Now it's not about digital necessarily, but now it's about in person. Now it's like God actually answered my prayer. I told him I don't really like functioning in commercial because that's not what I started as. And I now my business is more personal and one on one. Now this is just a phase. There's seasons in business. These mm -hmm. seasons are all for your preparation to be bigger and better because you have to be able to function well in all these areas in business. Mm -hmm. So when you have a season in your business, it's all preparing you to get bigger and be better. better. It's not that, oh, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. No, everything that I learned about functioning online and social media is relevant and still necessary. But now I'm in a season where I'm learning how to talk to people. Remember that sales pitch I had to work on at the beginning? I'm yeah. still using it, but now I'm using it in person, right? You remember how I had to go through those trials of trying to figure out not get overwhelmed? Well, I'm not necessarily doing that, but now I have to learn how to be more social and in person because now I'm walking down the street and someone might recognize me on social media and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, so now they're talking to me and they're giving me information about their uh, their life and their diet. And so mm -hmm. now they're getting a call. So now I'm doing uh, specialty orders. So mm -hmm. of course you go on the website and you can go order the specific things that are already made, um, blends that I created, uh, mm -hmm. general blends, but now I get to focus because it's a new area of my business. Now I'm focusing on what I love, which is specialty orders. I get to sit on a Zoom call, be on the phone with someone, be in person with someone. They tell me about their diet, their lifestyle. I'm able to get to the root of the problem and make them a special blend that I get to put my love, put my research and my care in and hand package it and give it to someone knowing that it's specifically made for them. And so that's, problem. Um, that's a blessing and that's, that's the new area of business. But guess what? I ain't gonna be in this junk the whole time. Okay, God gonna give me another season. It's gonna be something else to happen. And I'm going to have to be flexible and flow and be prepared. If I say this is the business that I wanna do and understand that this vehicle might be temporary too. There might be a time where Black Majesty um, isn't focused on tea 
and start going in the direction that I always intended or another direction that mm-hmm. a lot of God had for me, you know? Yeah, I actually so I wanted to ask God. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you still see yourself doing skin and hair? Well, I know you have oil blends. So that's, and you know, some bath salts, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I don't know that you have those. So is it, do you still want to do the skin and hair thing? Um. So yes, yeah, so what, what God has shown me, and this is what like the mentor has been telling us is that um, you start with the tea. I started with the tea. My focus is the tea. I mostly leave with the tea. It's black majesty, of course, tea. And, um, but I'm able to now sell and do skin and hair, right? I have herbal organic hair growth oil for your edges. Oh, you know, and I have the shea butterfly for your skin. And so I am, like you said, already doing what skin and hair. But what I will say is, and I think, like I said, this goes back to purpose and not just being so focused on business for finances, but business for the business of life and the total, the general big picture of where God, where the universe, where your soul purpose really is not just this. This is just a minute detail, right? Mm-hmm. It's necessary. You need to get started. But yeah. it's just a minute detail in the big picture. You're not defined. Sister Vereen is not going to just be defined by her book about the inner entrepreneur. She's going to mm-hmm. go farther. She might do something else. She might be, she has to be flexible, right? And you're mm-hmm. not just going to be defined by this. I love, I love your interview with uh, the good sister Deja Bakes. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Deja Bakes ain't just cake, you know? So um, Nadia isn't just tea. However, that is the vehicle God's using. And where I am also going, besides the specialty orders, why God has, he shift me to slow down because I'm not doing commercialized order, but I'm still making bank specialty orders. But mm-hmm. He's moving me to where I'm able to focus on my mental and psychological and spiritual health now, right? That's the thing is like, this is my sole purpose. So you've seen Black Majesty evolve to where I'm not just talking about herbs and teas and tinctures um, and those things that I sell. I'm talking about my sole purpose. I'm talking about my walk. I'm talking about my relationship to Allah God because that is who I really am. That is really going to be the foundation of whatever I do, wherever I go. So it's an evolution. Yeah, I see myself doing everything, honestly. I see myself doing tea. I see I see my brand going far beyond doing oils, doing everything. Mm. You know, I don't hold myself back anymore. I can see that I can, that I have the knowledge, but I also, I hail, I hail to the higher calling in me. And right mm. now I see myself um, to answer your question, I see myself going into the direction of being obedient to Allah and mm-hmm. wherever he calls me and what I'm focusing on is more about my spiritual and trying to help people see that if I can change, if I was once this one girl on the street, you know, twerking and doing all these things and just wild out here, drinking and smoking, lost in this world, not focused on my sole purpose and who I really mm-hmm. am. And now I know who I am and Allah God. I know who Master Father Muhammad is. And I know that I have the ability to create a business and to see it grow and to bless people. Find the inner God, but find the inner God more importantly and find the inner entrepreneur and find so many avenues of myself. So I don't limit myself anymore. I don't define myself just by black majesty. Um, but I thank God for that vehicle and that connection with who I have. But I'm I am focused on who Nadia X is in the mm-hmm. definition of Allah God and everything else is falling in its place. So I hope that answers your question. 
<laughs> it did and it like it burned which leads me to ask now so what really is your mission because you were saying that you know you're a healer and you know that's what you feel that that inner part or your purpose is and that you're just using the tea or your products to do the healing but now you were saying you know you're being shifted in a way where it's not just about the tea so what really is your goal with the company uh, is it really like you're trying to show people that they can change and like the tea is just this is what at the forefront but this is what we're really trying to do like what is it really the goal is in fact healing and evolution Okay. You've seen, I'll use you for example, we've seen your evolution. Mm. We've seen your evolution. And really it's funny because you started with makeup, right? Yeah. And you were making up face, right? But mm. now you're making up people's business. Mm. See the connection? Yeah. You can really find that whatever you start with and whatever your first vehicle is, it somehow prepared you in another way for where you're going. For me, it started tea. Simple mm. as tea, just herbs and bagging herbs and learning about how to heal people and making it taste good. Well, I am a healer by calling. It doesn't matter where I am, what I do, that is who I am. Black majesty is about healing and evolution because to heal is to change and evolve. First you're sick and you're broken and then you become whole and then you're able to function to a higher calling and purpose. What I do in the physical realm with tea with, with helping improve skin, get rid of dark spots and unevenness, helping to improve digestion and function better with better energy, get rid of diabetes and fibroids. What I do in the physical is what I really do in the spiritual. And it's just a representation of who I am at the core because we're spiritual beings having a physical, we're having a physical reality reaction. We're having a physical experience, right? So mm -hmm. my business, it's my business in life, is my business in, in, in finances, is my business in calling. It's all connected, it's all the same. It's all healing and evolution because I am going further. What God is having me right now, focusing on speaking truth and in the ministry and in the emotional and spiritual way, that is taking my business further because when I sit down and I have a meeting with people for Black Majesty, for example, now I'm being prepared and I have the connection with Allah God in the teachings. So where when they talk to me, see, at first people be thinking, I got a problem. The problem is fibroids. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you have a conversation and you have a conversation about diet. I have a problem. I have a problem about fibroids. But I'm eating certain things that literally feed the fibroids, cause them to get worse. Then you go deeper and you have a conversation. And then you find out that it's a situation that's been wearing on them spiritually, a, a bad relationship with their mother, a bad relationship with themselves, you know, something they haven't healed from. Maybe they were abused, sexually abused, and they really didn't get over it. And now they have manifested a spiritual and mental problem into a physical problem. And they think that throwing tea and throwing medicine and getting their womb removed is the answer. That is not the answer. That's what they want you to think the answer is. And you're still going to have the exact same problems if you get your womb removed as that you are going to have with the five points, but they're possibly worse. And the doctor's not going to tell you that because they make money off of the surgery. They make money off the medication. They make money off of your sickness. I'm not worried about the money. I'm worried about you and your soul and my soul because my mission, my calling, Black Majesty, Nadia X, one and the same is healing and evolution. And I'm going to heal the problem by finding the real problem. And it's going to be spiritual and mental. Then we're going to fix, see, we're going to fix the spiritual and mental. Then we're going to fix the physical. And then you're going to be sipping tea 
feeling mm-hmm. better, feeling relaxed, feeling like yourself. And I, we're going to have that connection forever, right? It's not about the money because we're always going to have that connection because you know that the products work. You know that they bless you and you know that you can count on someone who isn't just riding for the money. So that is the key of Black Majesty. That's my calling. That's my business. Um, It's always going to be healing and evolution. And so everything, like I said, this is my five years as a bamboo plant in the ground. I'm preparing. I'm going through different seasons of flexibility. Um, and it's, it's the answer to go through these different seasons. But this season is my favorite season right now because this is a season where God is exposing my flaws. He's exposing um, me and helping me heal from my own problems and helping me grow spiritually, mentally so I can be a better service. And because I go through things and I see things about myself and other people, when I am approached with someone, I can better help them because I'll understand their problem because I've been through it and I've been able to see it. So. I'm very excited for Black Majesty and the future of Black Majesty, but I know it's not limited to anything of just physical. I know that it's greater than anything we could ever imagine because it's it's in every avenue of life. It's spiritual, it's mental, it's emotional, it's physical, and we're having a good time the whole time, baby. We sipping. So (laughs) So I do want to ask though, um, you know, you got started with, you know, positive reinforcement from somebody. That's really where it was birthed, right? But have you ever found yourself in a situation where you were discouraged, where people say, oh, girl, there's girl, there's Lipton, there's some bad other brand, like, you know, why are you going to make tea? Like, why you think somebody's going to buy a tea and they can get like a 64 pack at Walmart, mm-hmm. $5. Mm-hmm. You should probably stop doing this. You should probably do something else, you know? Like, have you ever been in that Big situation? Back. How did you respond Big to that? Back. You are always... <laughs> you should be prepared, literally, for someone coming for you. And mm-hmm. someone texting you. And, and don't take it personally. Take, take it and write it down so that you know what people are concerned about and what people think, but so that you know... Like, yeah, so I've definitely had... I've definitely had people tell me that. I've told myself that. I've been like, dang. I've been been like, when I first wanted to start, you know, tea, I was having such a hard time. I was like, there's so many different tea companies and everybody likes Starbucks. And who am I? Mm. Starbucks is a multi-million dollar company. I am just me in Mm. my apartment, grinding hand grind earth. But the, the season of discouragement was necessary. And I still have seasons of discouragement. I actually, you know, it's, there are seasons where people question your product and question your business. But then there are seasons where people kind of question you and your character and what you're really about. And there's, there's so many um, seasons of that. And they're all necessary so that you can, A, see what they're saying and reflect. Mm. Yeah, there is lifting. Yeah, there is, a, I don't know, some other trash tea company. <laughs> down, and I'm like, these are tea companies that, A, they're serving you poison. They're serving mm-hmm. you chemicals that really are formaldehyde producers. And so they're really causing cancer. They're actually debilitating your brain. They're serving you tea bags that are in bleached tea bags, which is also a chemical that is debilitating. They're serving you tea that was made in a factory. They have no love for you. They don't care about you. And they're not even going to see. I go over and beyond for my business. My business, Black Majesty, isn't just about the, uh, mm-hmm. the literal service. Like I go over and beyond. I always give more than people are paying for I always give more than what they are expecting in terms of the product itself, giving more of myself. I hand grind because even though it's harder work, but it makes the tea taste better. It releases the 
the oils. I pray over everything that I do. A lot of these companies, even if they aren't in bleach tea bag, um, they're always nine times out of 10, cold, hard machinery, no personal contact. And just like anything else that you get with a um, barcode out of the store, it's processed and there's a certain amount of bugs and chemicals and debris that is allowed to be in it because the FDA approves a certain amount of roach legs and rat hairs. And you have mm -hmm. to understand these companies aren't just creating tea, they're creating other things. And these other things are producing and creating an amount that produce that literally calls forth animals and creatures and bugs to come. And they're not doing it to where they're watching in uh, every little detail. It's machinery. This is a factory job. Don't nobody care about tea now sometimes. And some of those people, I'll go on to say also about those businesses, there's businesses who even if they're doing handcrafted tea, that is labor. That is labor. They went somewhere. There's some company that went somewhere where they grow things in like Ghana in India. And they're sell they're literally paying people little to nothing. They provide no health care. So people are excruciating back pain and labor, just like any other food uh, system in, in the United States and beyond. You know, they are a multi-billion dollar company listing on all of them. Like you can name endless companies, Tiavana, all of them. They are, they're going, they're like, oh yeah, we get this and this is, this is, this is from uh, India and Sri Lanka. Yeah, it is. And if you go talk to their workers, they have no health care because they don't care about them. Their, their fingers are bleeding. Their backs are hurting. They're passing out. And they're getting paid little to nothing and their families are starving. You know, and that type of spirit, you have to understand everything is spiritual. Everything is mental. And so that type of spirit, you're drinking their tea. You have a good time, but you don't know what people went through. You don't know that there's no love. There's no prayer in that. And so... I'm just very weary of that. And, and I keep that in mind in terms of uh, them. But I also keep in mind, like, first off, this beyond all of that, I have faith in who I am in God and what God has called me to. And see, if you don't have that foundation and you can't remember that, I made a post the other day on Instagram, um, Black Majesty account. And I was like, you know, a lot God is sufficient and all that I need, because that's it, period. If he called me to do something, he called me to say something. He called me to go somewhere. Then that is enough. I'm not going to always see the, the it's not going to be a hundred people all of a sudden yeah. believing in me. People are still going to doubt and disappoint, but the prophets walk this walk. You know, and if I am a follower of Christ, who I know that I am, and the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, if I am who I say I am and believe in what I say I believe, then of course there's going to be people saying, girl, uh, you in the wrong business, girl, I ain't support you. And there's also going to be people who are seasonal. There's also going to be people who in this season, they misunderstand you and they don't, they don't necessarily want to support you because of how they view what God has called you to go through and be, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to stand firm in your foundation. And maybe it's not God for you. Maybe it's the universe. Maybe your greater purpose out of all of this is literally family. Maybe your greater purpose out of all of this is literally just the better you. And you know what? I'll say, go far, say this, that is all saying the same thing because you are not you without God and family is not family without God. So at the end of the day, the universe, all of that karma, whatever you want to call it, at the end of the day, the greater purpose is the same. You need the foundation and you have to have that foundation because there's some days you ain't feeling like Verena. <laughs> Some days you like, girl, I am the lake. Mm -hmm. Okay, I did that. Boom. And some days you're like, mm, mm, I don't know. Should I do this? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and that's normal. But you gotta remember, what is your why? What is your greater purpose? My why at first, see, the 
you'll go through seasons where if your why ain't right, you gonna know because you're gonna go through a season and you trying to remember that why ain't enough. See, if the why for me was um, at one point was, you know, I got a little salty. I'll say this about there. There was a moment where I did get salty about not getting the support. I love God that brought this. He was like, humble yourself, tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a point. I was a little salty. I can't cap it too. You know, I am the youngest in my family and I am the first Muslim, first one to start my business, first one to go to school. I'm the first. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, once again, the youngest, only girl. And, um, you know, I was a little salty with my family and with my friends and just people connected to me, that they weren't supporting me, that they didn't believe in me, that, you know, I got orders from everybody but the Kim folk. You know, mm-hmm. I got people encouraging me and, and, and pouring into me and donating and um, giving, uh, you know, investing in my business and investing in me that shared no blood with me, that really didn't uh, grow up with you. Mm-hmm. They said this. I saw a post on Instagram one time and it was like, don't nobody support you like a stranger on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of true. You know, I think there's a saying that's like a man has no own, uh, honor in his own home. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to take that. I want everybody to take that away. Uh, like who's watching your beautiful viewers. And something I have to remind myself all the time is that that's kind of true. Okay. Um, there's people who know you, but don't know the inner entrepreneur. There's people that know you, you who you've been on the street, pop five, knocking, pop dropping, all that, you know. But they don't know the inner God in you. They don't know who you're growing into. They knew you from last season, but baby, this is a new season. Okay, coach, drop a new bag every season. Okay, mm-hmm. this, ain't, this ain't 2010. This is 20. This is 2021. I'm gonna need you to get yeah. it together. This mm-hmm. ain't 20. Uh, 2020, Nadia, and this ain't even March. 2021, Nadia. This is May. What's today? Today's the 24th. <laughs> May 24th, Nadia, at 3:02 p.m. And if I'm doing going to be a business, different person tomorrow. Exactly. And if I'm about my business by 5 p.m. tonight, inshallah, baby, I'll still be growing because I'm investing in myself. I'm researching. I'm praying. I'm asking God to expose me. So many things I need to work on, listening to what people got to say about me and not taking it personal and say, oh, OK, maybe I need to work on that. Let me take that to the, my prayer rug, looking at my business and saying, oh, one of my customers told me they love me. They support me. But baby, you slipped up on this. And I say, you know what? You're right. I apologize. Let me fix it. You know, giving me the time. You have to acknowledge that every insult, every rock is for your uh, your growth. It's for your purpose. But if you want to take it personal and you let it get you down and dumps, because I've been there. You know, I was, whoa, it's me. Don't nobody love me. Don't nobody support me. Ain't nobody sharing my life. They mm. said I was a sister and they doing me wrong and I don't hear from them and see them. And, you know, and you can, you can get like that. But you got to rise above emotion and ask Allah God. Ask the universe, look into it and use everything as a way to grow, to shape you. And don't respond and be like, because we want to do this. Oh, you don't want to support me? I'm going to block you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to add you. You ain't real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Real? It's, first off, sis, that's your cousin. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't come out the womb like, I want to support your tea company. They're related mm-hmm. by blood, okay? Mm-hmm. They didn't come for the tea. They actually are just here because they're your cousin. Let them be your cousin. Let people be where they want to be, how they want to support you. Thank them for their role, whatever it is, and just ask Allah God to show to show you, open up the doors, find your niche, your mm-hmm. niche. When you decide, okay, 
I'm going to drop this business. Your niche is not your friends on Facebook that are already your friends. Uh, you might get one or two. If you get more, you get 20, baby. Hey, 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 all praise due to a lot. Take it wrong with it. With me, baby, I had to learn the hard way. You know, I went to them people was not my niche. <laughs> they did not come for tea. Uh, they were like, since we follow you because of high school. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, we got to go. So mm-hmm. don't take it personal. Let people be where they are. Let them accept you for who you are. If you remember who you are today, where you want to go, be focused on that. Ask a lot God to show you and try to find your niche. Go and add people. Something that they've really been teaching me is like, go and add people. Go follow people. Go drop value on their page. Go add value. So I don't post um, yeah, the all day about my products anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't post all day about my products anymore. I, I bring it. I mention it up. But that's not the season I'm in. A lot of God tells me, and you think I don't want to? Girl, please. I'm doing amazing things. But mm-hmm. uh, with the help of a lot, but like he told me, and I'm just being obedient. This is my way of being flexible. This is my personal trial. I'm not telling everybody else to do it. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that you can go through that. But because of my walk and what God has for me, he told me he didn't want me to do that. He told me that he wants me to trust him in the season that I am and the in the place that I am. So people might not understand what I'm doing and where I am and why I'm doing a certain thing. And I have to be okay with that and let them let them do them and understand what they know. But I gotta be obedient. And so what he's showing me is he still got me because I've been still making money. I still mm-hmm. been provided for. I still have what I need and more. But I'm just focusing on what I need to focus on in this season. You have to figure out what you have to focus on in this season. It might not be the same as last season. And it mm. might be super uncomfortable. You might yeah. be like, baby, this ain't it. But just have faith and have your foundation. And you need to have your confidence come from something higher. You need to have your confidence in your product, of course. Know that it's the best thing out there. I know Black Majesty the best thing out there. I don't care what you say. Are you God? And did you make it? <laughs> no. So your opinion? Mm, <laughs> have you even tried it? Okay, you need to be quiet. Um, you know what I mean? You gotta have that that attitude about your product. You know it's the best. You know it's only gonna get better because you're studying, you're working on. It. Then you have to know that you are where you're supposed to be because you are where you're supposed to be. You're operating and where you're supposed to be. Then you have to be patient about the growth. And then, most importantly, above all. Without the product, without anything that you have, you have confidence that you are obedient to a lot of God. That is it. That's the foundation. If you got that there and you got your faith and confidence and know that he is sufficient in all that you need, that everything else will follow in line. So all praises do. Nadia said, Epi, that's it. Like, that's it. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. So you, I actually had a question about friends and family supporting, but you already did answer that in your response. It's just, it's just so cool. It's like, I'm just chilling for this podcast because it's like, I know she, you know, all psychedelic or whatever it is, but she's just she's just answering the questions. And it's just like, okay, well, go off then. See, I'm going to just let you do your thing. But another thing, like, you know, as we kind of close off and we wrap this one up, I want to ask, like, have you actually worked, you know, like a regular nine-to-five job before? And because I know you mentioned that you were in school. I do know a few people who have actually never really worked a job yet. So, but I just want to know if have you have you ever worked a regular nine to five, and after you left, or if you're still doing that while you're doing your business, you let us know. 
but how much do you appreciate yourself for actually taking that leap to leave your job or to go create another stream of income for yourself instead of just doing the wake up early go to work come back you're tired you sleep i mean you eat you go to sleep you do the same thing and it's just like you're just moving off of routine but you know you're kind of dead like you're just Mm, in the same cycle but you're not really living well um yes i've worked a nine to five anybody that hasn't and you're doing well all persons as well whatever but um you know i can't relate uh, I started working when I was 15. I started working two jobs when I was 15. I was volunteering in my area of expertise, which is where I have most of my work experience, which is actually as a counselor with adolescents. I've always worked with children in so many different avenues. And I started volunteering at 12 and I started working two jobs at 15. And I had those two jobs, um, or at least I always had two jobs from like 15 to, I want to say 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, of course, you know, two jobs, uh, extracurricular activities and in school always. So I'm even a double major right now, double major senior right now, um, scholar. So um, it's been a balance. I actually just stopped working my nine to five very recently. Um, only be- and it was really funny because it wasn't a nine to five. I worked a 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. job. But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was not a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. That was a 12. I actually stopped working because I have mm-hmm. to be flexible. Things happened. God was shifting me, taking me where he wanted me to go. And I, for the first time in a, I, I think I've only worked, not worked one time. It's like one semester of school mm-hmm. uh, that it just didn't happen. Um, and it was my first time. And I was like, this is weird. I feel like I am doing nothing in life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is the first time in my season where I'm not working a job and I, I'm not downing it. If you have a job, you should post, you should do the still away method. You should not quit because as someone who is working right, who is an entrepreneur and a college student and doesn't have that consistent income, it does make you a little bit more stressed because now you're trying to figure out how can I make the money for the business, invest in it and live. If Mm -hmm. you don't have to do that, don't do that. (laughs) Like, don't stress yourself out because then you start focusing more on the finances than, you know, just learning and growing and being patient. You know what I mean? It starts stressing you out. You're in survival mode. Like, oh, I need to do this. Yes. And I was going through that season. I was like, God, what are you doing? You're playing me right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've always worked. I don't like this feeling because what he was trying to show me is to have faith. That's my season right now. It's faith. So I have faith that I'm a, I'm out of my comfort zone, but I'm provided for, like I said. So I definitely work before. I I mean, I admire people who are doing it. I encourage you to do it and not quit. You just, unless a lot, you know, it's about obedience. Um, and uh, what was the last question you asked me? Yeah, I was like, do you have any regrets about leaving your job? If you did, for you to go into your business. Like, I didn't know if you were doing Black Majesty full time. I know that I am now. Oh, you are now. But that wasn't wasn't part of the plan. I have no regrets. I was regretting it at the times where, Mm because I was so used to always having like backup money. Like, I was so used to having like, like, I'm too straight. Um, (laughs) But. Uh, now it's more of like a faith period and um, it's just not the same. But like I said, I'm like, I'm not struggling. It's just comfort zone. But I have mm-hmm. no regrets about anything. And also back to, I just want to correlate something 
is back to the season of preparation and the season of being patient and flexible and understanding the correlation between who you are mm -hmm. on the fields, you know, mm -hmm. and the bamboo, just correlating all of it. Every job you work should be seen as preparation. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at where God has you and where you are in terms of your nine to five and your, your business that you don't want to be and you don't want to do, and you're looking at it as a burden, you are missing out on the blessing. We don't believe it's coincidences as Muslims. I don't believe in coincidences. Everything is, everything is intentional. God is an intentional God. You just mm -hmm. have to make sure that you have an intent to always absorb what he's trying to give. What everything is not, everything that happened to you, uh, dang, this job, this, it happened to yeah. you. You know, and I'm not, that's not easy. I've, I've had my fair of jobs where I'm like, <laughs> mm. I think you're testing my Islam. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think that's the move. And uh, you're mm. going to find that if you scratch underneath the surface, you're going to find. Mm. But um, <laughs> some people got that joke. But um, yeah, I don't have any regrets. Just make sure that you're looking at everything for preparation. Every job I've ever worked has prepared me and aided me in where I am right now. Every job. Every job, every person, every opportunity, everything has prepared me, good or bad, heartbreak, pain, suffering, great joy, mm -hmm. whatever it is, everything that I've ever endured, ever walked through has prepared me for this season that I am right now. And I believe that I have faith in that and I'm gonna keep moving with that in mind. And I encourage everyone to do like that. So that you can grow. <laughs> yeah, if you're not growing, you're dying. Like if you're just if you're just stagnant, then you're not going anywhere. That's not doing anything for anybody. Mm -hmm. So Nadia, this was a pleasure. This was really good. Like I said, I think this is one of the first episodes where I didn't really have to ask that many questions because it was just Okay, just you was just on topic with it, you know. Since I was like, Oh, I was gonna ask that. Oh, but she already said that. Okay, 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 okay. Well, okay. that's the season two finale for you guys. <laughs> yes, so you know, we're gonna be taking about a week break, week and a half, whatever to get you guys ready for season three. But before I go ahead and do that, I forgot to do it on the last episode with the the last guest that we had, but a new thing that we're kind of doing on the podcast now is that we ask people to make, um, not suggestions, what's the name? Predictions. Yes. Predictions. So it could be anything, um, any world topic, anything that's weighing on you right now. What just predict something that you think is going to happen in the next maybe five to 10 years so that we can come back to this video and then it'll be like, Nadia said this was going to happen. And it did, if it did, or it didn't. So, you know, go ahead and make your prediction. What do you think? Oh, gonna... my goodness. That, I just feel like you just really played me. I was not prepared. <laughs> um, <laughs> five to 10 years. Oh, my Allah. Okay. Um, five to 10 years. I will predict that I will have the opportunity to make a conglomerate business with other women entrepreneurs. Similar to what my mentors, Jake Taylor Jacobs and Brother Ben X have with mm -hmm. Black World Order, people mm -hmm. with different businesses and avenues coming together and creating something for the Aboriginal people of the earth. And I predict that Allah God will use me and help me to connect multiple women 
to create an or a conglomerate business on all different avenues that may not even seem connected to be able to bless and heal the Aboriginal people of the earth, inshallah. So that's my prediction. That's it was, guys. So, you know, that's the prediction. So, you know, in five, ten years, you know, nothing ever really gets deleted on the internet. So this is on <laughs> Facebook. This is going to be on all eight of our podcast platforms. So, you know, we don't know what it's going to be called. But you guys heard it here first on the Inner Entrepreneur Podcast. Okay, thank you so much for your prediction. It was a pleasure having you. If you have any last words for the people, you know, somebody looking to go into entrepreneurship, doubting it or if anything on your heart really you any final words you want to leave to the listening audience i'll just let you go ahead and do that now i encourage you to take a leap of faith and to have some crazy faith believe in something bigger than yourself because obviously believing in yourself is making you feel a little scared take some steps out and do exercises to help you build your self-confidence. Do things to where you say you're gonna do something and then do it. <laughs> Hold yourself accountable <laughs> so you can build confidence to do it. Inshallah, you'll be able to have that step to step, the confidence to step out on faith and follow us so we can all do something for the greater good. And keep it tapped in with me. I'm on all social media websites, Nadia X Black Majesty, Black Majesty on everything, every platform. Be connected to with me. Inshallah, I can give you something and bless you whatever God puts on my heart and my mind. So that's what I have. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So yes, while she did mention, I'm just going to go show you guys. Sure. That's her Instagram page. Um, so yeah, this is her page. She's where you can connect and so on. So, you know, we got some, I think that's the shea butters and teas. Right there. But that's the website guys. So you click on that link. That's, there in the bio and let me see if it's picking it up so let me go we don't have to go to the next screen Wait, I got you, girl. Go ahead and, uh... okay so let me go ahead and share reshare it again but yes i just wanted to show them what the website looks like so i usually do that for all other um you know guests who come on here you know just a little you know pick me up so and people can yeah. know what the actual website looks like because you don't want to go on the wrong thing and say you know we sent you the wrong place no honey no sir no ma'am no ma'am because you know what it looks like because you're here okay <laughs> yeah so this is what this is what the website looks like okay and That's you know you go down he's mm, here oh. you know you can get the different blends and so on oh yes oh, wow. When you look at your website, like, oh my God. you know, I actually did that website myself. Now, no, oh wow, really? Probably ways I definitely can improve on it. But you know, for someone who's not tech savvy, we think a lot. <laughs> yes, we do, we do, we do. Okay, so you know, yeah, you just got. Oh, you got the only themes. Okay, okay, go off then. Okay, yes, so this is an example of what the website looks like, guys. So if you are interested in getting your organic teas, then go ahead and hit up nadia okay okay thank you so much for coming on the podcast really do appreciate your time this was beautiful i think we ended the season a great way um thank you for actually answering the call to come on ahead and be a part of I'm the thank you you're amazing i'd love to see your progress i'm so honored and thankful for everything uh, for allowing me to be here, and she I happy me up. She gassing me, guys. <laughs> love, I wish it for you. So, alhamdulillah. Thank you so much. I feel I'm like a peace and blessings. 
Okay, guys, so yes, let me just go ahead and end this out how we usually end this out. Okay, you deserve happiness, wealth, and to live life in abundance. Don't hold back. You're in an entrepreneur. Bye, guys. I'll see you on season three. <laughs> <laughs>